There we go. Welcome, everybody. I hope everyone's fine. The last time the Potty Mouth Gone Club is on this channel. Today is the last time, so we're going to have a bit of fun today and welcome you all in. Please pop into the comments if you're in live. That'd be fantastic if you're watching it after the after the date. Hello, anyways. It's nice, nice to have you on and listening. But we are going over to a new channel. This is the one. So please subscribe. There's links all over the place. And I've got it mentioned in my place and everywhere like that. So please pop over there. We will run, run the intro and then we will see our fine guests. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so the the very last time on this channel, look at them there, all eager, eager gardeners waiting to go there. Stephen, so nice to have you on again, sir. We've well, got, thank you very much. We've got a, like a, a balmy 18 degrees. Now, that's pretty oh, good no. for you, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> it's hot stuff here. Hot, hot <laughs> than hell there. Wow. Yeah. Well, nice, nice to have you on, lad. We will get, get thank to you, you very soon. Thank you very much. JB, now I was just looking at you. Look at the difference from Steve in the U26. It's roasting. It is roasting it today. What's Boiling. does the just does your garden can handle the, the veg you've got in at that? Or is it just struggle full time? Well, and, I've seen I've seen you, time, I've seen it? your latest video, JB. And I thought you I'd say the word struggle is kind of understatement in that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Every, yeah. every plant <laughs> itself is kind of on a bit of a... Well, we'll talk about it later, but it's, it seems to be struggling. So, JB, we'll be happy you on, lad. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And Audrey, all the way, there in, all the way there in Detroit. Now, I said Audrey's top was white, but no, it's pink. And it looks very lovely, Audrey. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, white. So much. Uh, Thirty degrees over there for you, Audrey. <gasps> and you said yes. it's humid as well. It's just like an oven. Oh, it's 85 percent humidity. Uh, so it's like walking into a blast furnace. It's horrible. Oh, oh dear yeah, me, dear me. It's a very hot day. Yes. Well, it's it's actually for us today. It's it was all right this morning, but then by the afternoon, it's just ramped up there. So I'm not actually sure what I've got. Have I got twenty one? At the moment, there. Uh, so, uh, and I haven't actually been up to the allotment today, and I'm not even going up. Watered yesterday. I've been too busy Ooh. today. Oh, I'm leaving wow. in a day. I'm leaving a day. If anyone wants a question asked or answered by these three garden geniuses, people that know their onions inside. Oh, sorry, wrong button. Sorry, there. Right. Put a, if it in the comments, if you're live, you can get a question to answer there, please. Drop it. A, put a capital Q before you, your answer, and then I'm just going to type it in there now, Q. Then I will see your answers or your questions, and I can read them out. So put a capital Q before your question, and that would be fantastic. So we're ready to rock and roll. Oh, no, we're not. Housekeeping. Discord. Pop over there. That would be fantastic. We are there. Saying hello, if you want some questions, answered, think of this. I know that was look, look at them little puny sweet corn, Stephen. Eh? 
know, terrible. Is everything going all right with Sweet Corn? And let's start with that, Steve. Is the Sweet Corn looking all good? Is everything going all right? It's it's doing good. It's about six and a half foot, seven foot tall now, which is good because that means I get more and more cobs on, on each plant. So in general, I'm looking at getting about three and a half cobs off a plant. And are your cobs... When you see this, are you like is your second and third cobs as good as your first cob? Yeah, generally. Right, generally, right. yeah. Oh, any because you haven't, you haven't broken those roots because I've got the the uh, the whole plant surrounded, as you know. I've said this many times. If they're like big sails, and as soon as the wind hits them and they start blowing around in the wind, the roots are so shallow that they break, and if they break, they can't feed, and they can't feed your cobs. So protecting your plants right from word go. It's more important than feeding, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you did tell us to, I think it was last year, to, to actually put a cover around it. I've been too lazy this, I must admit, too lazy this. Yes. But I have got my little wooden frame, which I think in some ways is, is protecting a little bit under kind of, it's about a foot deep before you hit the, the compost in that bed as well, Steve. So, right. you know, I mean, that's me, that's me. But they still, they look good, you know what I mean? Can, <laughs> I think I might have. I haven't actually checked if I've got like two or three. What do you call them for the cobs? Cobs, cobs right? I had to know what. Yeah. Um, I might have two on on most plants. I think, but that, you know. That's a bit. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that at all. Oh, Audrey, are you a sweet corn girl? Uh, I do like sweet corn, but I only grow popcorn. Right. Right. Well, I think you've mentioned this before. So is that, when yeah. you say popcorn, that is literally popcorn you eat for movies, popcorn. Right. Right. <laughs> and, uh, what's what's he laughing at there? He's just like, gardener extra dollars if anyone would. I know, but I'm just making sure. I'm I'm devil's advocate for the audience, JB. That's, that's what it's for. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. Uh, yeah, I grow that uh, instead of sweet corn. Right. We have a farmer's market very close to us uh, that has incredible organic sweet corn. And you can't so really, you, can it, uh, you can't beat that. Right. So just well, walk us through then. You, you sow it, you plant it, you grow it, you pick it. Then you just use a knife and take it off and then fry it in no, the pan? No, no. You let it uh, form its heads or the cobs and then you let it dry right on the stalk. Right. And so you crack it off once it's dry and then i let my granddaughter loves to peel all the little seeds off so i just let her do that when you say peel them off are you like with your hands you just got to rub them off kind of thing do you well, yeah it it and once there's a little uh missing group of little uh the little corns mm-hmm. it's much easier then you can get in there and just get at the, the base but see it's well, funny. I, I, you know, I see her at the holidays and then that's her little job. Uh-huh. And then cooking, how about cooking it? Then just a little bit of melted butter in a pan? A little bit of, I use olive oil. Right. Uh, about two tablespoons, probably about two tablespoons. Put it in the pan, pop it. Right. See, so, you know what it is? It's because we're, we, we <laughs> like, it's not kind of, for us that, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a kind of bizarre concept growing popcorn, popcorn. Yeah, we Getting into kind of sweet corn and all that now, but doing. Stephen, right. have you ever grown popcorn? I haven't, no. But I was just imagining it when you get um, when you get your popcorn. It's a fully formed cob and there's no gaps. But I should imagine as they dry, those they separate, 
and you have seeds just sort of sticking out, I should imagine. A bit like Brussels sprouts, and they'll be easy to pick off. Is that the case, Audrey? Well, they're easy because the, the cob is dry, too. Yeah. So everything is essentially dry. Uh, so, yeah, they're not hard to pick off at all. Oh, well, that's and good. And they're very good. Very good. And I grew a uh, little strawberry popcorn uh, for her last year. And it, they literally are like a large strawberry and they're red popcorns. <laughs> Brilliant. But they were so little, I thought, wow, that is a lot of work for a little tea. And you can actually <laughs> put these, I think, in the microwave. I've never done this, but I've heard this. You right. can put them in the microwave and they pop right on the cob. Oh. <laughs> now, Audrey. Audrey, just out, I know Steve was good with his granddad and went to, but you know, granddaughters and grandsons and that, they might just grow up and not discover drink at a certain age and forget coming over and popping popcorn with grandma and don't, you know. So, I, I'm sorry, what's your point, Tony? I'm just saying, it's it's one of them things where they, they grow up and, you know what I mean, they kind of... Well, I mean, she's still quite small. She's only oh, five. Oh, there we go. So <laughs> I'm not, and I've got a lot of little ones in the neighborhood around us. So I think they'll all enjoy that. Right, so. right. JB, yeah. you put your, your hand up for actually popcorn. Yes. Is that, have you grown it? I'm growing it. That's the stuff that I'm trying hey. to see. Right, popcorn. right. And um, I was laughing One plant, when you said it's two plants because I'm like, it's more than two plants, Steve. You've seen it. Um, <laughs> I'm like a popcorn evangelist. I love it. I'm always, always eating popcorn. It's what I have instead of wow. crisps, generally. Um, so that's why I was offended when you said it's only for movies. Absolutely love this Healthy. Very healthy. Yeah, it yes. is. It is. It's really good. So, um, yeah, the issue is that in this country, everyone says it can be a bit tricky doing popcorn because it takes a lot longer. We've got right. a slightly shorter season, and <laughs> my plants are quite behind anyway. It was like a last-minute gamble. You know, we were on one of these live shows, and someone said, yeah, you can do popcorn in a pot. Try it in a pot. So I bought some big big pots, and that's what i got going on the plot at the moment. You that's never know. Pot and, pot and popcorn, isn't it? But I got can there, you I move it? Can you move it into your greenhouse? Maybe. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you're big. short on... Yeah. But later on, that might be maybe. a way to extend, give it oh. another, you know, twenty days yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. JB, how would you how would you cook yours then? Yeah, like Audrey says, bit of bit of oil straight in the pan. There's a little trick that you do where you kind of let the oil heat up, then you put the kernels in, and then you take it off the heat. You give it a good give it a good shake so that the kernels all come to an even temperature, and you put it back on the heat. And that's how you get like a, a nice even. None of it gets burnt, and it all pops roughly at the same time. Popcorn tips. Popcorn <laughs> tips. So I'm guessing when we're talking about cinema popcorn, you don't do sweet or salted then, do you not, JB? I love it all. All right. Absolutely anyway. Right. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> funny. It's, 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 Steve, it's something we should have a bash at. You know what I mean? I love like kind of things you've never, you know, we've never tried and that and... Like you see, if you can get an early start on it, you, you never know. Do you know what I mean? That's that's for us. It's yeah. like trying to beat that early. You know what I mean? Trying to get a little early kick to have a, a longer season. Do you know what I mean? So I'm I'm game for it. We'll have a go next year. Well, yeah. I've been given another challenge today by my aunt. Today she says, "Why don't you all try and grow wasabi?" 
Ooh. next year. Right. Interesting. So I think we should we should look into that and see if did we you, can or can't. Did you, Steve, by any chance watch uh, Clarkson when he grew it? Uh, I think I remember him failing at that, but it it was close. It was either that or him failing at something else because basically he failed at everything, didn't he? <laughs> well, he, he actually planted it. He looked into it and he says you've got to have it sitting in running water. Yeah. So, I don't know. I yeah, grow wasabi Say that again, Orton. I grow wasabi radishes and wasabi arugula. Right. Does that count? What's a regular again? What do we call a regular? Rocket. Is that rocket? Oh, rocket. Yes. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Right. So that's a good challenge, Stephen. I will be there waiting. Crack and they're, they're hot. I mean, they taste like wasabi. Do they? So, right, right. Oh yeah, they're wonder. It's wonderful. Nice. <laughs> right, right. Let us just talk about then. We'll just um, get on to meet those again. If questions, put a capital Q, and we'll get to them as well. But I just wanted to kind of. JB had a challenge. We set JB a challenge there, and oh god, yeah, yes, to do it, to do because JB's always kind of telling me that it's just he's editing takes hours, the filming takes hours, and it's just he hasn't. There's not enough time in the day, and JB when when that come through that that uh, I watched that video, that was one of the funniest things because you could tell every time. Where there was going to be where you would normally edit, do you know what I mean? They were like so telegraphed, and he'd be like, "Had to keep going, had to keep the the ice cream at the very beginning going." What was it like then, just doing it like a one tier? Because I knew there was a couple of edits in, obviously. Yes. Was it a full one take video? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it was more than one video file. Yeah. Um, but it was all pretty continuous. I didn't kind of stop and repeat myself like i normally do <laughs> like it it's normally the intro and the outro that take me the longest they're just so so difficult to get right when i'm and kind of was, in the flow of the main video and there was none of that way. there was none of that in there you just kind of did it each each take was one tier that's what i want to get to the yes, bottom yes. of yes 100 yes. percent. yeah 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 so that's um, it was really difficult uh, as soon as i put it out i was I'll like uh i wanted to like take it off and take it back and do more editing. put a bit of color green on there and a little bit of <laughs> yeah i think it did very well to be honest and my favorite bit in there was when you were telling your plants off must try hard oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely brilliant but it was not me it was a kind of there's a lot of things struggling. It's hard to be like positive to GP. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, and I'm guessing it's like you say, if you've got twenty odd degrees, what what have you got there at the moment? There, twenty, still twenty six. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's 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 bloody hard. Do you know what I mean? It's like well, you know what it is. Think, what's the bloody point? But it's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, are we going every... Sorry, well, go on. Go, yeah, go on by all means. I was going to say, everything in the greenhouse is doing pretty okay. That's kind of the main... If everything in the greenhouse is okay, then I'm okay. <laughs> like, mm. that's where the good stuff is. That's like the heart of my allotment. Um, chilies. So I don't feel too despondent. Yeah, exactly, the chilies. Um, so I don't feel too... Speaking of chilies... Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Go on here for the later movie. Um, <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I don't I don't feel too bad. The sweet corn's looking quite healthy, a little bit behind, but it's nice to see big green healthy thing on the allotment compared to yeah, like a lot of stuff just being really slow. I've had some success with courgettes and squashes finally starting to Well know, it's funny, do you be that's exactly I've had that mind you where you kinda you plant the plants and you put it in looking healthy and it just sits there for mm. sulks. Sulks for, for but for months. Do you know what I mean? And you're yeah, kind of thinking, yeah. eh, I'm watering, I'm feeding. And then, especially courgettes, you'll get this, like, little yellow courgette, then it'll wither, and, and you're thinking, <laughs> eh, what, what, yeah. what goes on there, Stephen? What's not working? Why is that plant sitting there? It's difficult, and, and I think there's there could be a couple of reasons. One, the temperature's not quite right for it outside. There might have also been some temperature fluctuation from where you had it and to where you planted it. That's definitely it true. Could also, it could also be that the roots aren't properly developed on the plants to go outside and start growing away strongly, or that the roots have gone sort of spiral around the plot, around the pot, sorry, and then they're taking the time getting out into the soil and therefore growing. So it'd be checking those things when you plant them just making sure everything's hunky-dory. That's why I'm a bit of a yeah. demon for uh, potting things on constantly, watching for the roots coming out the bottom and then potting them on. If you keep that movement and that cycle going all the time with the plant, when you put them out, they should be all right. Should be, yeah. but it's never always the case. I think the main thing for a lot of those plants was that they, they did just feature the on one of these streams, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were, a lot of those are the ones that got completely cooked in the greenhouse um yeah and i forgot i'd actually replaced the glass and it was gonna yeah. get warm in there um yeah so i think they they didn't have the best start um yeah and yeah we live and learn it's, we live it's, and learn don't we it is like hard do you know what i mean and it's just like it's almost it's like it's what god has a kind of given as a, as a task but it's like frustrating as well when you've brought these on do you know what i mean and they look lovely and yet and like I say, there's nothing you can do about heat, but it's just a, it's a bugger. I mean, the yeah. same family, the, the same family of melons, they're really, really susceptible to heat change difference. They can get a chill going from your greenhouse to your car to take them away to an, an allotment, for example. And that can wow. be enough to put them back for weeks, just that little bit of a chill as they come out of a warm greenhouse. You've got to be so careful with them. Now we've just had a I just had a message off Audrey saying she doesn't know what's happened. She's just went went there. We've said goodbye to Audrey for now, but hopefully we can get her back. Uh she'll be back. She'll be back, I'm sure. So yes, GB, are we gonna then back to the GB? Are we gonna do more of that? Was it quite liberating in the end or it was. was it it was, it was very it, liberating. Right. It was, um it's it's yeah, it's quite freeing in a way, you know. Like I I definitely do spend way too long. Right, what, just I know this is kind of not guarded, but I'm quite interested in it. What, what are you saying that's not right in, a, in an intro? In a, because it's purely just like, hello, we're going to be doing this. You know, <laughs> follow us around. Um, what, what, what you struggle I, with? I don't know. I wish I could. I wish I could place. The, I feel like the intro is the most important part of the video because um, you never know when you're going to have that one video that YouTube starts pushing and start showing to lots of different people because that's how the algorithm works. Um, every now and then it will take one of your videos and start showing it to more people. And yeah. whether or not people click on that video 
is what determines how much it is then pushed to others. Um, so I just, I feel like I've got to get the intro right. Um, you know, you're not always going to be a returning subscriber. You know, what if it's a new person and I'm there just like chatting nonsense? All the stuff I say at the beginning has nothing to do with what is on the rest of the video. Um, I don't know. It just takes me a little while to find my words. I'm like that live as well. You know, I'm always like saying the wrong thing. I just, my brain is not very good at talking. <laughs> I think we've got maybe the problem. We've got Maybe Audrey back there. I just see hello, Audrey. Are you all right there? What what happened? That was yes. That was very exciting. Uh, everything went black, and there was an odd hum. And I tried to get on; it wouldn't let me, so I rebooted, and here we are. There we go. You can always like switch it off and switch it on again. Works every exactly. Let's every, try again. every time. Yep. Steve, what so were you going to say? I'm just wondering if it, for JB it was a case of um, him actually getting into the zone of actually telling people what he's doing at the allotments or, to, you know, just just to get in that moment. And that's probably what's taking him the time. Maybe you should be thinking about it on the way to the allotments, you know, yeah. going over it a couple nice. of sentences before you get there. But as Tony says, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like, hello, everybody. Here I am. I'll and tell today you we're going to do this. What my biggest thing is, mind you, is because I get excited when I'm like in the house going up the allotment to do a video. I get like, and I and it's only like 300 yards over the, the kind of way, and I can't, you know, <laughs> sprinting up. And then I get there, and then I kind of, hello, everyone. I just want to say, what a great idea. Hey, hey. and I'm realizing I'm kind of like almost <laughs> hyperventilating. And I think, yeah. right, that has to go. You know what I mean? So I kind of put the yeah. camera down and say, you know, do GBs take take your time, do it again. Yes. But or I woke up a bit slower. <laughs> yeah, that happens to me a lot. Like I rush the start because I don't want the intro to be too long. You know, I want to get into the video. So I'll be there like, hi folks, like we're gonna do this, this, and this today. And I'm like, whoa, slow down. But well, honestly, JB, I thought that that video there was brilliant because there was things out of your control, oh, but you let them roll. Do you know what I mean? And it's more natural, man. People, people are loving it, and you've had comments about it as well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of sweet. Anyway, that's yeah, really that's nice. the that's the technical side of it. Let's let's talk about other things gone. And has anyone heard? I've seen, and it's been in the comments a few times and things like this. This thing called Super Soil. What's Super mm. Soil? Has anyone heard of this? I'm gonna. Someone mentioned. Well, a few people mentioned. All right, I might use that Super Soil and do it this way. Has anyone heard of Super Soil? No, I've new one on me. I've heard yeah, of it, I've but heard... just from UK Gardeners. Right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know many details, but um, I know uh, Mr. Digwell Greenfingers has yes, done a few videos. Yeah, yeah, and um, he does a lot of kind of soil comparisons, and I saw some of his stuff on, what's it called? I've completely forgotten the name instantly. Dig, Digwell Super Green. Soil. No, super soil. soil. All right. Super soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's done, a, I think, a few videos on that, and he really rated it. Um, so, but I have um, no idea. I don't know how much it costs. I don't know what's in it. Right. So <laughs> that's know. what I didn't even know what it was, GB. It's actually a product you buy, like a, like a bag of compost. That's what we're talking about, is it? I believe he did say it was quite expensive, but you don't use it's like an additive to your soil. Right. It's not uh, okay. what you Right. Well, if anyone knows about it, put it in the comments and we'll have a little look. You know what I mean? That would be um, fantastic. I've been talking about like bore things, and this this is my next one. And I and I'm just going to ask Steve as well. Do we 
Steve, especially, do you often use garden centers? Just do you still go to garden centers? Um, occasionally, not much. Probably, maybe once a season. Um, generally, it's in the early part of the year when I'm looking for compost. Um, but mostly, I'll browse online first so I know what's what prices are on and what deals are on. I'm always looking for the cheapest, of course, because. That's me. But yeah, generally in in the start of the season, and I'm sort of thinking sort of January, February, um, when I'm probably the only visitor in in the whole day. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was interested <laughs> to find that out because I know, like you say, you just everything you kind of grow from scratch and from seed. But I was yeah. thinking, I wonder if you actually do go to a garden centre and just you know what I mean? Because I we go and. The, the kind of the thing for me is, Steve, I just cannot help. You know, if I pass, like, say, some celeriac, especially, say, something like that, and I'm thinking, yeah. they look way better than the ones I've got. Bugger it. You know what I mean? Three three pound, I'll have them. You know what I mean? I kind of, I'll take them. You know what I mean? I, I can't help myself. I get excited, you know? Yeah, I, I, I understand that. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who do exactly the same thing, and they'll end up with too many plants because of it as well. Because while they're doing that, they'll say, those cabbages also look good. I'm going to have a pack of them. You know, you come away with all kinds of things that you didn't want in the first place. And nowhere to plant them. (laughs) Nowhere to plant them. (laughs) Yeah, it it can easily happen. I mean, today I've sown so many seeds, and I'm not going to be able to plant them all, but I can't help myself. I've just just sown them because I well, do. Gonna, I was going to come to that later, Steve, because I want you thinking, oh, well, Capron. I want you to name everyone so we can kind of record this and we can all plant and sow <laughs> along with you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, that would be nice. Audrey, what's it like over there in the USA? Is it is it kind of... Do you go to garden centres? Are there, are there a big thing I, over there? Well, it, yes, I think. Uh, I, there was one that I loved, and they closed down. And so now it's more big box kind of garden centers. Right. Uh, uh, and I'm not that interested. I mean, that's where I go for bags of uh, manure and potting mix, but I don't buy many plants there. I think the big box must be a bit like, say, home bargains for us, you know, where they've got their own like garden center bits there so yeah, like one end of the building is yes. all the garden uh-huh. um, and yeah sometimes there's nice deals or sometimes i'm looking for something that i'm not going to grow that i'm not going to start from seed let me put it that way jb are you a garden center a little bit uh-huh. but, but not for veg really i mean i do always we kind of pop along from time to time and it's normally for you know, we've like neglected the back garden. There's lots of gaps, and you could just go and buy like bedding plants, you know, and stick them in for some color. Um, but it is difficult to go past the veg seed rack without oh, at least oh, totally, totally, totally for me. It's just like, ah, oh, why not? I, I, I look at yeah. it like you said, it's a pint of log, and I don't drink much now anyway. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, let's see if I can find some, some questions. Let's have a look there. Um, Two lads on the lottie. Let's just pop that on there. Two lads on the lottie is asking, uh, anyone growing Asian pear here in the UK? How are they doing? I've just got two put in the lottie, in the lottie there. That's two lads on the lottie. Asian pear, I've no idea actually 
what that what that is. Is it what, what's an Asian pear? Anybody know what Asian pears are? They're delicious. All right, they all of you. Like, they look like an apple, right? But they have a lighter, a lighter colored skin, almost like a pear, uh, and a very sweet. Oh. I put that in my kimchi. Wow, that's right. one of the things. Yeah, I don't have room on my place for one, but love I love Asian pears. Right, right. Yeah. I think I've eaten them in Turkey. I, I could, there's another name for them, and I'm struggling to think of it now. Um, no, it's gone. But I've definitely eaten them, and they are really, really nice, really nice. They are lovely. They are lovely. <laughs> there's a lot of pear names for them, also known as <laughs> Asian pear, Japanese pear, Chinese pear, Korean pear, Taiwanese pear. <laughs> and what, what are the, what are the names? Asian, doesn't it? Yes. What do they say the tears? What do they say the tears is like then, JP? Are you looking on Wikipedia? Are you? I'm just looking on Google. It just kind of says it's sweet. You can buy them in Tesco, apparently. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I wasn't expecting. Right. Let's have a look. Um, Peter Cross is saying, "My greenhouse is like a tropical jungle with." Ch- with chilled tomatoes and cucumbers up to across the roof. Now, I'm not sure what you're asking there, Peter, but I'm, I would maybe top of the roof there, start thinking about taking the tops off. I don't know. Would that be something yeah. you would be doing now, Steve, cutting your tomato tops? Uh, some of them will be cut this week. Uh, yeah, the ones in the main tunnel will be cut this week, and uh-huh. some of the ones in the back tunnel... Uh, will also be cut this week. I mean, it's but it's quite, you know, we, we kind of see almost like drastic, oh, you've got to cut the tops and then that's it. But the suckers still grew up, so you still got to be on top of them or they'll be away kind of oh, yeah, growing, yeah. you know what I mean? So, how... No, I was going to ask you, Steve, then, when talking tomatoes, and how's your tomatoes doing? Are you starting to get a harvest at the moment, or...? Oh, we've been eating, out of the main tunnel, we've been eating loads. Um, I mean, I've got a couple of pounds in the kitchen now, and I've been making sauces and eating them in salads. Like, they're going out of fashion. Really good. Nice. The ones in the back tunnel, um, I've actually got a bit of a problem with them. I know this is where I've been doing a fertigation test. Yeah. But because the weather's been not so good they haven't grown as well although they have grown and then we had the warm weather which has given them a spurt and now the tunnel is actually too hot for them so all the leaves have curled up and i'm not getting uh, the fruits actually growing because of uh, because of that so i've just bought some new openers for that to put in some windows in that one because it's worked brilliantly on the big tunnel and hopefully i can save the end of the season by doing that this week What's your Steve? What's your end of the season in Cockermouth then for say tomatoes? Rough, you know, like roughly kind of. When would you be thinking? I'll, I'll pull them all now. That's it. They're finished. Probably um, on an average year, I would say somewhere about the middle of September. On a good year, it can be almost up to December. On a good year, wow, right? They can really just just keep them going, just keep them ticking over, keep feeding, keep watering. Uh-huh. Especially if we've got a mild winter. I mean, sometimes you get to or, um, October the second, and we get a frost for five days, and then everything's finished. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know, I know, and that's it. That's it. GB, how, yeah. how are the the, the four tomatoes going? 
Have you near? You probably can win about four. You you have named them, have you? (laughs) (laughs) We should have let the chat name them. That would have been good. We could have done part. Have we still got four (laughs) tomato plants? Yeah, they're good. They they're all good. I haven't had the main crop yet. It's just been coming in little drips and drabs. The main crop. There's a lot of green fruit. There's a lot of green fruit on there. Um, So yeah, and there's one in the back garden that I haven't actually cropped. I was meant to do that earlier. Right, um, right. I must remember to do that. No. Because I keep forgetting. The one in the back garden has got loads of ripe fruit on it. I just I just kind of forget about it. But um, now yeah, we, I'll get them soon. JB, we know JB mentioned rather sillily um, that his mum and dad's watching the show tonight, right? <laughs> they might so, be. Yeah, so, well, you know, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, yeah. Hello. I just want to ask you, I just want to ask you, what, what, you, what is your son growing this? What's that? That just looks perfect. <laughs> Especially when mum and dad's on the show, and the way you're holding it, JB, I don't know, it's almost like a doctor checking, checking. To, can you cough? Can you cough, sir? What? It's looking a bit limp, isn't it? It is. That's it. Just, just it's just the the actual angle is perfect for. <laughs> it's in the shade. I'm doing. It. I'm bringing it into the light. <laughs> So have we have we harvested that one or is that one still no, there? No, that one's still on there. I've had um that's my uh, yeah. I mean, really, that's my only actual proper surviving cucumber. Cucumber um, plant or cucumber actual cucumber? No plant, yeah, I've rice. had loads of fruit off that one. It's really healthy, but the rest are uh, uh, not okay. <laughs> um, you know, they're pretty messed up. So I think I think it's the beds that they're in. I don't think there's enough compost in there. Um, kind of they've not been turned over for that long it was kind of fallow for a while turned it over started growing straight in it i think so it just needs a bit more it's definitely the beds nutrients. it's definitely the beds and not the gardener i think it's the beds <laughs> <laughs> i think it's the beds <laughs> let me see um what else have i got Oh, Audrey, there was a there was a comment on you know about we're, we're talking about Barry's crazy cherry tomatoes, and yes. you said, oh, you know, I'm not excited about the flavour. Now, yes. there was a comment I don't know where it was. It's from Paula T, and she says it's been the fourth year growing crazy cherries here in the high desert, and they are great, not like a yellow pear at all. I think a lot has to do with your growing conditions. I plant in goat manure and don't fertilize at all. And I was just wondering, Audrey, oh. has like different, would you think different environments, like altitude and different things like that, have a, t- a bearing on the flavor? Well, I imagine because, uh, you know, where you grow a grape affects how the grapes taste. Mm. Yeah, right? definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I would think it would be the same with tomatoes. Right, uh, so, I'm waiting for a bigger, like bigger trust to come in and try them again, but the first ones I tried were pretty flavorless. Well, it's mine. I've just started. Like, there's a few on a big truss, and I wanted them all to be on the truss at the same time. Yellow, you know, I wanted that picture where they were all kind of yellow. Yeah, but I think it's going to be like dribs and drabs that's coming through, which is not shop, it. Yeah, that's I, called. I know, yes. I know, I know, I know. Um, I was, I was there, you know, like led, like kind of. Oh, look, that's what I want. But I think within the next few days, I'll be able to taste them and see what they're like. You know what I mean? Because yeah. those 
black strawberry Audrey are delicious, absolutely delicious. They're, they're almost maybe my new favorite. They're so good. Well, they're kind of up there with the Brad's Atomic. I mean, it's a hard one to see. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of once you slice them, and I've actually deleted the uh, the picture there. But once you slice them, black strawberries. What a you know they're kind of the yeah. black red skin, but the the red almost blood wine. Next year, we're all growing Atomic Fusion. Right. As well. nope. What What are those then? What are those? And that's a big, a bigger sized Brad's Atomic Grape. <gasps> oh, you see, this is why I get I get so excited. You know what yeah. I mean? Hello, that'd be fantastic. Oh yeah, those are, those will be off to you guys soon. Right. What are the core? Um, I keep collecting seeds. I need to stop. <laughs> and stick them in the envelope. You know. Keep ordering online. <laughs> I just need to stop. What no, 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 no. You, you carry no, no. on. You God. carry on. I do exactly the same. Well, Audrey, yeah. I'm getting, to be honest, mind you, Audrey, I'm getting an amazing crop of um, the, the dwarf beans that you sent over. Kalimas. Kalimas. What? They yes. Are, yes. Lovely. They're, they're so prolific. And they're tasty, tasty, tasty. For for two people, Audrey, yeah. I'm not, and, and you know, I'm a, I'm a big eater, but for two people, we can get, like, say, pick a, like a plant, two plants is a great, like, amount. And that's not picking the whole lot. That's just picking enough to, to fill it. And you still go back. There's still two plants. I've still got a whole load more. And I've got about 15 to 20 plants there. There's just so much yeah. from this little yeah. square, you know, eight foot by eight yep. foot little bit of bed. So... Yep. I can recommend I'm them. Yeah, they're, they're wonderful. GB, have you got any dwarf beans in? Are you Have you doing anything with no. dwarf? Never grown a bean in my life. <laughs> <laughs> By God, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. I've, I've done runner beans, but um, in a different garden, not in my allotment, and uh, I didn't like them, <laughs> which is why I've never returned to beans. But next year I will be doing some because I've heard lots of good things. Um, it was similar yeah. to peas. You know, peas, this was the first year I did peas. They didn't do great. They were in the dodgy beds. Yeah, I think they're the dodgy beds. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to do peas again because they are amazing. Um, so, uh, what well, are beans like? Are beans one of those things that taste really different when they're growing yourself or are they a bit like? Yes, okay? yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, much yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Just, I'll give them a go. Honestly, lovely. Absolutely lovely. Oh, yeah, they're, they're so different out of the ground. Steve, nice. we've got a little yeah. little question here. Stephen, I'll, um, okay. from Kim, is asking, when I harvest my lettuce, it goes limp and shrivels up. What am I doing wrong? Please advise. Any advice, Kim? Yes, definitely. Straight away. Plunk it in a bucket of water. Um, yes. I mean, most people will know I pick the outer leaves off my lettuce and they go in a bucket of water. If you're picking a whole head, put it in a bucket of water until you get it home and then wash it, spin dry it in a spin, you know, a salad spinner, put it in a sealed Tupperware, burp the air out, straighten the fridge, keep it chilled. Mm -hmm. That's the yes. best thing and that'll stop it instantly. Bucket of water straight away. But, but... I still haven't found a decent salad spinner. I've tried the tea towel <laughs> in the backyard. You know what I mean? The kind of that one. I've tried even the daughter's got the fancy one from Costco, which is KitchenAid. You pump it up and down like that. I'm still because I tell you why, Steve. I like to just kind of cut it and get it into the salad bowl with the olive oil as quick as possible. I don't like yeah. I don't like a wet leaf at all. 
Do you know what I mean? Even no. if you can, no, you know what I mean. And I, I like. I mean, our, our salad spin is just a cheap plastic one. That's all you need, right. and it's it's got a knob on the top, and you just twist it around. <laughs> uh, oh, don't you start! <laughs> oh, there we go. What's the bloody point? No, just spin it and and then drain the water out and then spin it again and then spin it in a different direction. It'll come out mostly dry, but what water is left on when you put it in the fridge helps to keep that leaf crisp yeah. and in good condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'll find cool. that when you take it out of the fridge, yeah, there, there, will, there might be a drip or two of water, but there won't be much. Do you have OXO brand over there? Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. yes. They make a great, inexpensive... Salad spinner. Can you recommend that to the audience, Audrey? Uh, there's very few things that Oxo makes. No, I'm going to be honest here. There's very few things they make that I wouldn't recommend. All right, Ooh. right. I think they're a great, inexpensive kitchen tool company. So, yes, I would think there's... I have had a salad spinner, the same one, for over 20 years. Yeah. You know, there's just nothing I would change about it. So there you go, Kim. It is get yeah, I knew the kind of I knew what Steve was get your salad in water. I would say straight away. What time time in the day are you harvesting your leaves? Because those should be harvested first thing in the morning. Or really late in the, or, or you know, after the sun has kind of chilled out. Yeah. Because if you're doing it in the hot sun, they're gonna, mm-hmm. they're gonna not like that. Go straight away. Yep. I always leave it the last job on the plot. You know, as I'm like on my way out. Yeah. Get the what, lettuce. What I, do you be what I uh, kind of leads with into as well, and I've hit it as well, where we've had like a, a salad drought. Do you know what I mean? I've kind of, yeah. I've, I've like, I wanted to take it right the way through, but I guess the heat and I guess like personal yeah. things of just like the yeah, ones that I've put in now, which should have been grown, are running the seed. So I'm kind of picking lettuce leaves that have actually gone to seed. But you know, there's a drought now where I'm today, today we bought two bags of salad from Costco. Oh. And it was like, oh, oh look at that. Oh. oh. And it was like it was it was one of me like ambition goals to go right through the season. Ah, oh, yeah, it's like swearing. And it's like no, but seriously, if you if you miss like that window to get more yeah. lettuce going, that's what happens. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. And, you know, the... and we don't all have plots like you, Steve, where we have miles <laughs> and miles of beds where we can put. Things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it happens yeah, to I'm, me as well. Happens to me as well. It happened to me once last year. And if if my newsletter that I've sown today doesn't get it, its uh, skates on and get growing, it'll happen again this season. I've got lettuce in this growing that replaced the lettuce before. I've done okay so far this year. But if it doesn't hurry up and get it going, this new, new sowings today, I will be missing a few weeks. Mm-hmm. But um, I have a cunning plan, so that's all right. Neighbours. <laughs> no, no. The neighbours no, on holiday. I've done, done the mushroom crate one. I've started doing the mushroom crates a month early. All right, um, right. 
because you know I do them all the way through the winter. Yeah, because they're just they're just portable, so I can take them home, put them on the kitchen table, I or for, actually, I in forgot, the greenhouse. Uh, I forgot all about them, so that's another kind of thing to start. Yeah, get out. some in. I got a couple of bags. JB, then what what are you doing with your your lettuce? Are you going to keep on sowing? Because we're going to try and sow right the way through, and like then then hitting the mustards for the the winter. Is is, is that something you're planning on or? I want to try some more stuff over winter, um, and I was planning on just talking to you guys about it because that's one of the benefits of having people who know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I think first year I tried growing a few things over winter and they just they were rubbish. I think um, one of the things that a polytunnel is really good for is that over winter growing because you can have stuff kind of in the ground. Um, I think it just becomes a bit more difficult if you're trying to do it in, you know, trays or pots in the greenhouse. You need to kind of have a bit more thought about it. You know, normally I just kind of close down for winter now. Shut the greenhouse door, <laughs> like December, away. and then, then it gets to the end of February and I go, oh, my God, where's the time gone? <laughs> I should have been sewing stuff a month ago. So, um, yeah, yeah I, think, I think I'll be a bit more on well, it. Well, we are going to have a – I don't know if it's going to land on Boxing Day, but we're going to have, like, a Boxing Day special where yeah, we also yeah. have onion seeds because Stephen says it's Boxing Day is, is the day to sow. Traditional. Traditional, yes. Yeah, so exactly. I'm not sure where we land with kind of the lives and that, but, you know, I mean, if we can have, a, like, a, a special onion sowing to get everyone – Sowing their onions because, well, Steve, I know it's I know it's funny, but those red ones that I actually bought from a thingy were sown seeds. Not one yeah. of them, or maybe one, ran a ran a seed. Now I've never had that on my plot. Every yeah. red one that I put in as a set is boarded. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm never getting them to the finish line. And these are the first ones. JB, what's that? JB, what's that? What's that little cheeky brew there? That would be some... It's just a cola. Cola, right there. <laughs> it's it's I'm just tell, tell mother, because mother, if he normally it's just like a neat whiskey, he's supping by the bottle when he comes on this show. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, right, well, it was Steve actually told me about the kind of... the. the Again, the mustard's going through, and the mustard's, mind you, JP. I guess as well, Steve, it's what you sow. It's got you've got to sow the right plant to get you through the yeah. winter. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not saying try and grow a tomato through winter, but there's certain varieties like a kind of a, a cooler climate, and the mustard seem to flourish for me. Yeah, yeah, they do, and and it's good really because. As you know, some of these mustards and some of the winter lettuces, they've all got a bit of bite. They, um, the, some of them are almost hot uh, in comparison to a summer lettuce, shall we say. So you've got all these mustards which are either bitter or, or hot or peppery. But that's good because in the winter you're cooking casseroles, or you should be, with the cheaper cuts of meat, the ones that need long, slow cooking. They could be quite fatty. And that bitterness or that pepperiness could cut through the fat to make a great balanced meal. So if you if you think in that way, it's absolutely brilliant and perfect. So follow the seasons. Hey, you know what I mean? It's gotta be. Great. You know, you know what I mean? when, you, when a chef comes on and tells oh you like <laughs> tells you the secrets, you know what I mean? 
Oh, that's fantastic, fantastic. Have we got anything else? Let's have a look. It's like that, like that stuff you were talking about last year, the broccoletto that I grew last year. You said you didn't like it. It was too bitter for you. But as I say, if you pair that with like a nice belly pork or a breast of lamb or even, you know, uh, lamb shanks or something like that, the really cheap cutter got a lot of fat on it. It just marries up so well. And if you look deep into your Italian food, they do that so well as well. Mm-hmm. They're really good at pairing up their foods to complement each other. I think I've still got some of them seeds left. What were they called again, Steve? Them like so um, were the six Quarantino Broccoletto Quarantino Riccio. <laughs> just off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Wait, I've just had a, an, an email off. Um, Someone called Mel saying, hi, Tony, I'll do a swap, some Barry's Crazy Cherry Seeds and the strawberry one. I'll send you some super soil to try. So I'll have to reply to that. Uh-huh. There we go. There we go. Mel, thank you very much. I see. I do. Check emails. Audrey, <laughs> I wanted to get, now I'm guessing I know the answer, but I've seen a load of people on about lately about keeping poppy seeds and then, you know, like making bread and putting poppy seeds over the bread. Is that something you do? And is it, have you got to have like a certain variety of poppy? You can't just like the wild ones we grow in, in this, this country. I don't see why not. Um, I never have grown poppies just for the seeds. Actually, my husband brought home, uh, he's one of our local uh, wonderful bakeries, and he brought home a poppy seed loaf. And I got to tell you, it was one of the most horrible things I've ever tasted. So it, was kind of, <laughs> it was stuffed with like just poppy seeds, right? And it was it was awful. Now I like <laughs> when there's a little poppy seed like on the top of a bun or something, or on top of a loaf, but stuffed with them. Oh my word. It was, I couldn't say no thank you, like, fast enough. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. As a chef then, Steve, what is, what's your thought? Is, is there a certain variety of poppy seed you collect for, like? To be honest, no, I've, I've never really um, heard of that, to be honest. Right, right. Well, I, was, I, uh, I was hoping because I was thinking, the, the garden, you know, like above us, that's kind mm. of covered, but these, like, wild poppies... And I was thinking, I wonder if they, if you can keep the, obviously you can keep the seeds for flowers. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, I, mean, I would have thought they'd be okay, but it'd be best to check, look on uh, Google first, obviously. Like, Smash off your head. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I don't think it, it's that. It's whether they're poisonous or not. That would be the main yeah. concern, uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it, the ones you're thinking, they're the opium poppies, and I think that's almost a completely different breed, isn't it? Right. So, but when I was back in catering as such, you know, we used them in such vast quantities that, you know, we were buying them in by two or three kilos at a time. Are you going to start so. making bread, Tony? Is that no, no, asking? just you know, when you, you kind of, I'm looking for stories, and it's kind of, it's what catches sure. your eye. And I was thinking, because I still walk through that garden, and it, right. yeah. there's still a lot of weeds there. There's not, nothing's getting done. <laughs> <do you know? laughs> and I was just thinking. You know, you can kind of hear the seeds rattling, and I was thinking, I wonder if you know them seeds would be ideal for bread. You know, like like poppy seed buns, and you know, bagels with poppy seeds on. But like what you got to be so careful. You got to be so careful with garden plants, though, because so many of them are poisonous. 
and do you harm. You've got to be so, so careful and do your research first and be absolutely 100% sure. And if you're not 100% sure, buy them from a yeah. reputable source. It's, uh-huh. it's as simple as that. Wise words, lad. Stephen, yeah. it's that time now. And Tara Blinken, Blinkhorn is asking as well, what veg seeds can I sow now to grow <laughs> on harvest over late autumn, winter? And as Stephen what? said, he's been... Watch. We need a stopwatch. Yeah. <laughs> what have you grown, Stephen? What have I sown today? Yes. The best thing to do, there's this guy on on YouTube called Greenside Up, <laughs> right? And he's just put a video out today all about it. Has he? 37 seeds. 37 seeds. Now, wait on then. Has, yeah, is, but... is this just gone up now? Like, Stephen, one second. Let me just see if I can... I'm... Yeah, oh, there we, go. Yeah, there we go. There we yeah. go. Look so, at that. 37, 37 seeds to sow. So, like what you said, Steve, surely to God, you're not going to be growing, like, uh, even have time to, like, pot on and, and sort all those seeds out. Well, I don't like bare soil over the winter. I really don't, because I just think that's just waste, and it's wasting away. Um, so I will sow them, I'll grow them, and I will plant them. If we don't eat them all, I'll give it away. It's as simple as that, or I'll compost it. Either way, I win. So will these 37 seeds, what a... Uh, is that clickbait, do you think? Is that a good, like, draw attention, draw? Now, we've we'll talked about that before we come on. Well, no. are all these, Steve, no. winter-loving winter, winter loving veg, or are you chancing your luck sometimes with some of them and, yeah. and hoping they'll so come? Some, some of them I am. I mean, I, I sowed um, one of the cabbage. Aubergines. One of the cabbage really is, is greyhound, and normally I would only plant that in the spring, but I thought, you know what, I'll just try it because if you get it growing and growing well, it grows really fast, and I can plant them close together, and I might be able to get a harvest of just leaves, spring mm. greens. I say I normally wouldn't sow that until the spring, but chance my arm with it. I'm doing a Durham early cabbage as well at the same time, which is a spring green. So, yeah, you've always got to chance your arm a little bit. If um, if nobody wanted to watch that video, Steve, can you give her a couple of other seeds that you might want to, that people might want to see? <laughs> if people are repulsed by um, going on the YouTube, what, what else could we sow? Right, well, you can do pack choice. Uh, I've sown three of them today, a red stem, white stem, and a green stem. You can sow Mizuna. I've got a normal Mizuna, and I've done a red streaks Mizuna as well. Um, there's a Tatsoi as well that I've sowed. I've done two different types of Chinese cabbage. Would have been three, but that pack of seeds was rotten. Um, oh, gosh. I've sown two different types of cauliflower, igloo, and all the year round. Two different types of cabbage, as I say, the uh, Durham Early and the Greyhound. What else have I sown? Loads of lettuce. And the lettuce, incidentally, I've sown a lot of lettuce because some of the packs have just been sat at the back of my seed box for so long that I'm just testing the viability. If they don't germinate like some packets, I don't think they will, then I could chuck the packet away and start cleaning next year. So, yeah, loads of lettuce as well gone in there. Spring onions, herbs, um, got so much spinach. Steve, I was going to say, will all this be going in the the tunnels or will eventually some of this be put outside as well over the winter? 
a lot of it will go outside, but wherever I can find a space, and what I like to do is double up, put some outside, put some inside, and sometimes I'll even put some in one tunnel and one in another tunnel because you get different temperature variations and fluctuations. And if you don't ventilate your tunnel, sometimes you can get mildew and you can suddenly lose a dozen lettuce, but they can be fine in the next one or in the beds outside. You just mm. never know with winter. You really don't. So I just blast them out, fill the beds, and then we eat what we eat and what we don't. We give away or compost along mm. with the chilies. Audrey, what about you then? What's your plan for the winter then? Are we, are we doing any... My plan for the winter is to stay inside. <laughs> no. I, I, shift, I shift to microgreens over winter because I can't yeah. grow anything outdoors here. Mm-hmm. It's way too cold, way too long. So... And yep. have you got like a, a regular turnover of microgreens? Have you got like a little system set up where you can kind of have them all see all winter long well yeah i do i have one little setup for a whole 10 by 20 tray and i do uh like five by five squares of different varieties and then when i pull one out i just reseed that one immediately Mm -hmm. well yeah that keeps us at least it keeps us in a little fresh salad you know it must be audrey it must be a kind of a strange time when the kind of this season ends for you Excuse me, when you're knowing what's about to come and you're not going to have. Oh, yeah, this is like it needs to get buttoned up pretty quick because once we get those deep freezes, it is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The, the no, we don't, we have, yeah, we like have half a year where we can't grow anything outside. Well, I'll tell you what then. I was looking because you've just put a video. Let me just see. And you've got a bit kind of fresh there, Audrey, with your. Um, <laughs> your oh, nice. software adding little pictures in so you've done this little now these are superimposed on these lavender but you've getting some lavender absolutely, absolutely. some lavender from from canada and i was i was itching yeah. to ask you audrey i'm sitting yeah. miles back from the mic there apologize just realized is what's the the complications of like getting plants from a different country for you well you know i used to even be able to get seeds uh, one of my favorite seed companies is over in Ireland, mm-hmm. and they are not sending anything to the U.S. anymore, or at least wow. for a while. I think, you know, this whole COVID thing really changed rules for <laughs> mail. And, uh, but Canada, I have not had any problems. Right, right. Yeah, but U.K. and uh, Ireland, I have not been able to get anything. So, you know, you've, you've just kind of, I'll just pop it back there. You've just kind of planted them on. Now, whose land is that? Do you know what I mean? Is that, clusters, is that clusters yours then, is it? Well, it, okay, here's the thing. With these um, boulevards here, technically, the city has rights to it, but I pay tax on it, and I have to take care of it. Right. All right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. But if my trees that are on the boulevard, because they planted them, need assistance, I can call them and say, hey, you need to come trim the trees. Right. Are you happy with with them trees there? They were planted too high, and that's part of the reason that we're having issues with grass growing on the boulevard. And so I want to turn that into low-maintenance, perennial 
pretty. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you, no graph end up being on my boulevard. It was you, you ordered quite a few. I'll, I'll be honest. Do you know what I mean? There was quite a few yeah, lavenders. Right. Yes, and yeah, each, there's like thirty-eight. There's like thirty-eight lavenders there. And each lavender had its own little protective weird spin as well, which I thought was a fab. And actually, like I, you say, it's good for like grass cutters because they would just like scythe the top off before you exactly. even exactly. That's yeah. what I did it for animals, and I did it for our lawn uh-huh. people. I would like those to have a really good start. <laughs> That's fab. That's fab indeed. So yes. Have we got anything else? Let me just have a look. Um, oh, is anybody at this moment saving any seeds? JB, are you are you thinking about saving seeds for next year? You know what? I should be saving my pepper seeds um, from harvesting those, and I should be isolating the flowers, which is a tip I gave, actually, on a recent live stream to stop any cross-pollination. And this year, I just didn't get around to it. There's, like, quite a crucial point you know, to get them on. And if you get them on too late, most of those flowers aren't going to actually fruit. Um, so I kind of messed up on that one. And I'll just buy some more chili seed next year. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Um, I'm not very good at, at saving seed. Um, there's a few things that I quite often try and maybe I don't store them correctly or they don't they don't quite go right. Like all of my marigold seed was just useless. Um, right. totally rubbish my calendula was fine and that's like the easiest seed to harvest ever um i was gonna try purple sprouting broccoli seed as well but then <laughs> i left my plants for ages and i had some helpful <laughs> comments saying it's not actually worth saving those seed because of some complicated reason <laughs> i think they're not that viable from purple sprouting broccoli so um i'm pretty bad no pretty bad i just buy more seeds most of the time <laughs> what about you steve are you a seed saver or is it just I do sometimes, I do sometimes, um, but not a great deal. Uh, it'll be less than 1%. Occasionally I'll save some marigold seeds, but that's literally about it. Marigolds, honesty, um, sometimes some foxgloves, but uh, even foxgloves don't come true. And you've got to be careful as yeah. well because F1 seeds, they don't necessarily come true if you save them as well. So you've got to know what you're doing. And it's a lot of rigmarole in drying them and sorting them out and taking the rubbish out. And it's, you know, we're looking to buy a packet of seeds for 99p. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can see we've got Audrey as well, haven't we? <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. Audrey's always there to kind of help her and send some seeds over. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> She's our dealer. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> oh, there's a seed dealer. That's yes, it. Yes, that's like it. That. That's that's yeah. it. That's there's it. a T-shirt in that. I like that. We've got a question <laughs> from Kiwi Bakana is saying, "Have any of you grown country gentleman sweet corn? It's the best tasting corn he's ever tasted, or they've ever never tasted. heard of it. I oh, you know it's something that's not. Yep, never not heard of it. Me. Well, so there we go." What um, was that called again? What, what was that called again? Yeah, I'm going to have country, country gentleman. Country gentleman. JB's currently googling it and having a look at it, isn't he? He's looking at it there. I, now. I, I didn't Google it yet. Uh, I did make a note though because I'm intrigued by that one. Now there is a from Jen Hatsey, and is there any issues? Anyone got any issues with chipmunks in the garden? Is that something <laughs> you find over here? No, not for us. What, um, 
Squirrels, I suppose. I guess, you know what I mean? Squirrels. Steve Traxu Dave is asking. I'll just pop this on mine, so I should actually pop it on yours there. Um, how are the cracky herbs coming along? Is that how you pronounce it? Crack? Yeah, cracky. Yeah, the um, the basil is doing incredibly well, and I must do an update on that, but I'm waiting on some video from some friends so I can make that video. But I'm sure they'll hurry up now. <laughs> they'll, they'll hurry now, up now, I'm sure, yes, yes. What, I'm sure they'll hurry up. But you know, the basil is doing brilliantly, and, you know, we were talking about plants that stopped growing earlier, like the squashes and courgettes. I had a melon that I didn't pot on in time, and that had stopped growing in a small pot, growing that in crack heat, and it's now producing, it's now sort of growing really quite well and quite strongly. Um, the parsley that I put in is not really doing much, but none of my parsley is this year. It's been hopeless. And I think the, the last plant, the French bean, I'm just waiting for that to, to fruit. But the roots on the plants that are in this system, just incredible. So when I do the next tips and clips video, I'll make sure that that's on there so you can see that. Right, right. Well, I think Steve's talking to you two there to hurry up and get your finger out and get some work sent over to him. <laughs> Message yeah, yeah, Tony, yeah. <laughs> has yours been, yeah. has yours yeah. been uh, received, Tony? Has what? Has yours been received by Steve? It's it's in the it's it's I'm going you know as soon as as soon as I can. Yeah, I'm uh, still uh, trying. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's still he's still trying to pick a camera. This is the problem. <laughs> I know. We had to buy new equipment for one tip. Okay. I'm go with something new. Um, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. There, it was a it was a great. Uh, nah, great. I'll think of I can think of it on the way out. But that oh, was. No, nah, it's gone. It's gone. It's one of them things. One of them things. Shall we get into our tips of the week? JB, you're smiling there. He had three in his pocket a couple of weeks ago, so he's still got <laughs> yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was, uh, okay, I was answering JB, a make mom and dad proud. Good tip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so my tip for this week. Um, this will only really make sense if you saw my latest video, but... Don't leave any clothing at the allotment. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's not oh, right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> for those who didn't see it, I, um, I, I always leave stuff at the allotment, like all the time. One time I had lost my sunglasses for like weeks, literally like two weeks. I was like, where the hell are they? They'd fallen off my head into like my peas. So I was on the allotment one day and they were literally like sat in my peas. But yeah, I left my hoodie there um, and something, possibly yeah, rats, it. which is a bit gross, possibly foxes, has uh, yeah, torn loads of holes in it. I was really sad as well because I've had that hoodie for like 15 years. It's like my favorite. Um, but no, my actual tip, and this is a bit of a weird one, but appropriate for the time of year. And I, I was at the allotment earlier, and I remembered when this happened to me once. But um, if you've got water butts that you're filling from the hose pipe, um, just make sure you don't leave the hose in, like, actually in the water butt. Because what can happen, because of physics, somehow, back is all of the water back can get sucked back out of your, out of your water butt, which is yeah. exactly what happened to me once. And I came back, and the water butt was empty, and I was like, I didn't. I didn't use that water. So, JB, that's that's a that's actually on the bed. Uh huh. That's a thing, JB, mind you, because we 
that's called like back siphoning. So yeah, has that water yeah. went back into the the system, the water supply? No, because I like no. unplugged from the hose. Right. Oh, so it just all oh, right. So just like siphoned under the it just garden. Emptied out. It just went all the way through the hose <laughs> and then like, tipped back oh, out on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought someone had nicked my water. I was like, who's been using it? <laughs> I mentioned it to someone and they were like, did you leave the hose in? I was like, yes. It was the, it was the rats having a drink after uh, eating your hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a top tip there, GB. Thank you very much, Dad. Stephen. Yes. Well, my tip, as always, is always to think of the future. And right right about now, as you're seeing the results of the crops coming in and you're thinking, this worked, that didn't work, and this worked partially, start thinking of your next season and start your planning early. If you start your planning early, get the seed catalog, get the seeds, you can start working towards it. It just makes next season so much more of a breeze if you start thinking now as the crops are coming in. That is a good one. That is a good one. Because it's like you do kind of, it's almost like a tradition that like have it on a cozy winter night, you know, like that kind of seed yeah. looking and that. But if you can get like a, a bit like your Sony seeds, if you can get like a little hedge up and like a beat the system. Yeah, yeah. You know what Just I mean? make some notes. Just make yeah. some notes so that when you're sat there in winter, you've got them to think, oh, yeah, those courgettes weren't quite right. It might have been the variety. I'll go with something else. Oh, frozen! Oh, again. yeah, there we go. Oh, it's oh, we thought we were going to be good. There, we'll go. To, we'll go to Audrey then for tip of the week. Audrey, tip of the week is because I, I this is like a lot of beds are being flipped right now. When you take out beans or peas or uh, lentils, cut the roots off at uh, soil level and let them stay in the ground. These are all nitrogen fixing uh, plants. And it's not immediately available, but if you let that sit in the ground, uh, like say over winter, you will have actual nitrogen available for the next crop. Now I'm doing, uh, I did a whole three by eight foot bed where I just, I just planted some uh, dwarf beans in to try to get, squeeze that in here. Uh, and I'm going to cut those off at the root. And in the spring, that's going to become my lettuce bed. And I think lettuce will really appreciate that extra hit of nitrogen. Well, I will do exactly that, Audrey. I will do exactly that with mine when those those beans. I'll leave them in there, cut them at the root, because it's the nodules. Cut them off at the base. It's the nodules, isn't it? And you can kind of see them. You know, you can physically kind of see them as well. So they take it from the air, and then it needs time to become available in the dirt. So you Mm -hmm. can't. It's not like immediately available, so let it just yeah. take its time over winter and fill the bed up with some new nitrogen. There we go. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, thank you. So that is how we got the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all right. We're done. Good. It is to tell you as well. I've mentioned this already. This is the last one on my channel. We're now moving lock, stock, and two smoking barrels over to the, the the potty mouth one which is there please subscribe that would be fantastic there's going to be lots just different things on that channel as well so not just like on a monday night we're going to have audrey there's one thing i was going to would like to kind of mean you just to get together one day and talk about like you're preserving and you're you're putting them in that what that what's it called a hydrate high something that kind of warms them and kind of dries them out 
Oh, dehydrator. Dehydrate that, you know, and, and yeah. just have a little chat about that. I have some. a lot of Korean chili peppers that have dried already, and I'm so excited. Oh, very nice. That, yeah, oh, that's that like be... such a good all-round seasoning. <laughs> so, well, yes. thank you, everyone. It has been a pleasure. JB, thank you very much. I uh, hope Mum and Dad's proud of me. you. Uh, you did them proud today, lad. Eh? No yeah. Professional gardener. Eh? <laughs> Stephen, always a pleasure. Never a chore, sir. Always great advice. Thank you indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you to JB's mum and dad for popping in as well. Yes. It was nice to um, yeah. have them watching over their son. Again. I'm going to immediately call them after. I know. What? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> it was it was on the same time as Coronation Street. Look, yeah, I just thought <laughs> <laughs> Audrey, oh, JB, you're such a good sport. You just are. <laughs> Audrey, thank sport. you so much as well. That's lovely. Thank you again. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. So, like I say, we will be on another channel next week, but do pop over and join us there for more hilarious fun and games and some fruity jelly. Look at that. Hey, what's wrong with that? <laughs> right, take care, everyone. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Have a great week. Bye-bye.